Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. This is the third episode in our series on Black maternal mortality. Black Chicagoans are three times more likely to suffer severe maternal morbidity than white Chicagoans. With the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, experts and activists fear that this crisis will get much worse. Now, in the last episode, we talked through the problems Black mothers face when trying to access quality and affordable maternal health care. And now we're going to hone in on some solutions. Planned Parenthood of Illinois is working to break down barriers to prenatal and postpartum care for Black pregnant people by providing community support. Dolores Walker is the Director of Health Equity and Impact for the organization, and she is here to walk us through it. What role do community organizers play in combating Black maternal mortality? You know, Planned Parenthood has been around for a long time um, for reproductive health, complete and total reproductive health care, um, which includes um, caring for uh, mothers who continue on with their pregnancy. And so our role right now in this maternal health crisis is to ensure access to, um, to, to quality health care, um, maternal health care for mothers and doing that in a timely fashion and connecting them to providers, whether they're OBGYNs or certified midwives, um, to ensure that they have quality care um, that they need. Can you talk more on, on health care equity issues for, for Black mothers specifically, especially in Chicago's south and west sides? Absolutely. Um, right now, in, on the Chicago, in Chicago, on the south and west sides, um, there is really a maternal health desert. And what I mean by that is there, there are a lack of hospitals, there are a lack of healthcare providers that um, provide services on the south and west sides. And we know that there is a large um, population, specifically of Black, um, black women in, in those areas. And so um, as we look and see that, you know, that is a service that is needed, that is not being provided for, we look to be like that gap um, in care, that to, to bridge mothers to services that they need for maternal care. You're talking about your, your Bridges to Prenatal Care program? I am, yeah, our Bridges to Prenatal Care um, pilot program. And I, I can talk about that sure. um, a little bit. So, our, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, so our Bridges to Prenatal Care, it's a, um, it's a pilot service line that we just launched last month in May of 2022 um, that provides early intervention, prenatal services, and connects patients with care providers for the duration of their pregnancy. Um, And so the goal of that is to offer care in those prenatal care deserts that I was just talking about, specifically on the south and west sides of Chicago. And so right now we have have that program piloted at our our Austin Center, which is on the west side of Chicago, our Inglewood and Roseland Health Centers that are um, on the south side of Chicago, and then also in our south suburban um, health center, which is Flossmoor. Um, so we are, you know, working to eliminate those barriers that patients frequently face um, in terms of getting access, um, access to care for early pregnancy. Yeah. Well, you know, Roe v. Wade fell less than a week ago, uh, but we knew about the leaked draft opinion since yeah. since May. Right. So has its fall changed how you think that this program will run? No. Um, Roe v. Wade, we at Planned Parenthood knew <laughs> 
unfortunately, that this was coming. Yeah. Um, and we've been planning for it for years. Um, we pretty much saw this storm brewing for a while. Um, we've been planning for care for patients that are, are going to be coming from up to us from out of state that have already begun coming to us from out of state. Um, as you may or may not know, um, with Roe v. Wade overturning, then we're looking now at approximately 26 states, which includes every state that touches Illinois, um, having some type of abortion ban. And so we have been preparing to care for those patients. This program is not affected by the overturn of Roe v. Wade. Bridges to prenatal care, we are still here and we're still providing services for our patients that come to us from maternal services because maternal health, specifically um, black maternal health, is mm -hmm. still, um, is still, we're still in crisis. So we're, we're treating it as such. Yeah. Um, talk briefly about the financial aspect of all this. In general, how much would this kind of service outside of this program cost a parent? You know, I can't speak to how much it would cost because there are a lot of variables um, with that. I know that, you know, a patient that comes to us, we're going to do everything in our power to assist them to make sure that cost is not a barrier. Um, so if they do not have insurance, that's one of the things uh, that is offered in this program is that we do have enrollment specialists to help with um, MPE, uh, which is short for our Medicaid presumptive eligibility. So we assist those patients that come to us with actually getting um, Medicaid to get those, get that um, that insurance that they need to to cover the services that they need. And within that Medicaid, there's um, there are other um, benefits to them, the Healthy Moms and Babies Program, which has have benefits within um, within that particular program. Um, we have quite a scale um, fee options to help patients. So we do have options and we don't want cost to be a barrier uh, for patients to get the care that they need. Remind us where clinics are located. Absolutely. Um, our Austin Health Center Clinic, which is on the west side of Chicago, our Inglewood and Roseland Health Centers, which those are both on the south side of Chicago, and then our Flossmoor Health Center, which is in the south suburbs of Chicago. Are you getting uh, community feedback on the program so far? What, what are folks saying? You know, um, we're still early in the program, so we will be looking into community and patient feedback. Um, we do have a patient experience panel that we look to um, to help guide us and to be that voice for our patients. Um, and even before we launched this service line, um, our patients were telling us that this was a, a necessary um, service for, um, for them. And they were really happy that we were providing this bridge um, in, a, in areas where it was really, um, you know, there, there's really lack of access. Um, we are already uh, seeing a full <laughs> schedule mm -hmm. for May, June, and now July filling up as well. Dolores, we, we just talked about Planned Parenthood's uh, prenatal care program, but let's zoom in for just a moment. Tell us about some of the people that, that came to your clinic. Like, what were they going through that led them there? Absolutely. So, you know, one of, um, one of the things that we were seeing, which led us to even launch this program, our clinicians are so, um, they, I mean, they're so in touch and in tune with our patients, and they recognize that patients were coming to us you know, that were in their second and sometimes third trimester of pregnancy and had never seen a prenatal care provider. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're realize, we realize that, you know, people trust us. Uh, we've been a trusted resource already for years for comprehensive reproductive health care. Um, and we had patients that were coming to us for 
you know, ultrasounds already. They were coming to us if they felt like they had a problem with the pregnancy or they were coming to us for prenatal vitamins, but they were not going to see anyone else other than us for any kind of prenatal care. And mm-hmm. so we felt a, a strong urge and responsibility um, to be that bridge to get them um, the lab work, um, the ultrasounds, and the referrals that they need to get that, that quality care. Uh, Planned Parenthood Illinois, you, you also run the Black Organization Program. Briefly tell us the goals of that program. You know, I, I would um, <laughs> love for our Black Organizer Program to speak on to on that program. Um, you know, but uh, we do, like I said, with the, the with our Bridges to Prenatal Care um, program, we are intentionally servicing um, our our Black prenatal um, prenatal care patients on the south and west sides of Chicago. Mm-hmm. A lot of, and I will say that the Black Organizing Program, a lot of work that they um, have done is in conjunction, um, you know, with this maternal health crisis and um, in organizing um, very critical discussions around that um, and what we can do and what we have done, um, you know, to to move the needle um, in terms of care and access mm-hmm. um, for patients in Chicago and, and across Illinois. Well, based on anything you may have heard from, from folks about that program, as well as the prenatal care program, do you think that there's anything missing, Dolores, from, from your approach to expanding access to maternal health care? I can't say that there's anything that's missing, but there is always room for um, collaboration. Um, there's always room for us to um, work and just grow with other um, other organizations that um, are like-minded in terms of the mission of, you know, really um, making sure that all patients receive the services and the access that they need. Um, I just think about the quote, if you want to go um, fast, go alone. <laughs> if you want to go far, go together. So mm-hmm. collaboration is, is absolutely key. And, you know, our reality is, is the fall of Roe v. Wade. So how do you see that reframing this conversation just overall? You know, I think um, Roe v. Wade brings up so many things. But in terms of this conversation, access, um, I can't stress access enough. Um, you know, there are so many folks from other states that will lose access um, to comprehensive reproductive health care. Abortion being one of those because it, abortion care is health care. Um, you know, thankfully here in Illinois, yeah. abortion is legal. Um, even with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, abortion is legal in Illinois. In Illinois, because of a law signed in uh, in 2019, the Reproductive Health Act. Um, and so, you know, access is, is truly going to be, you know, the the overtone and the undertone mm-hmm. um, of all of this. Dolores Walker is the Director of Health Equity and Impact with Planned Parenthood of Illinois. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's it for today's Reset. Stick with this podcast to stay up to date on the week's other top stories. We drop a new episode every weekday afternoon, sometimes on the weekends, too. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow for WBEZ's Weekly News Recap. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.